know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome back, Heart Singers. This is Addie B here, also known as Slayer of Namaslayer, and I have a special podcast in store for you today. I am here visiting with my Aunt Mary Beale Adler, who is just an infinite badass. And I've always looked up to her. She's been a source of inspiration to me my entire life, a mentor in many ways. And I'm learning so much from her current quest on getting to her healthiest, highest self. Anytime I'm around her, I try to grab her for 30 minutes or so, so I can uh, get some of that inspiration to share here with you. So in today's podcast, you're going to hear a little bit more about Mary's preparation for Tour d'Afrique, which is where you bike the entire continent of Africa. And along this way of discussing the preparation for that when she leaves in January, we're going to get into talking about meditation, about some biohacking things, about cold therapy, mitochondria. There's so much good stuff we can glean from this to set you off on your path to see if any of these little nuggets might inspire you. If anything, I'm thinking, oh, what's my big next epic goal I'm going to set for myself because it's in the journey of getting to that goal that we find all these nuggets. So with that, I will let you listen in to the fabulous Mary Beale Adler, adventurous extraordinaire, CEO of the Georgetown Bagelry, human potential certified coach, biohacker extraordinaire. We also call her the Sparkinator, her future self name. So you might hear a bunch of names used interchangeably throughout this podcast, as you will. I love sharing other people's stories and you will get a touch of Mary's in here. And then next week on our 100th episode special, I'm going to be sharing stories from HeartSing podcast listeners just like you and other Me First sisters from the sisterhood like Mary. So without further ado, let's listen in to myself and Mary chatting away here at Beaver Creek, Colorado. Welcome back to the podcast. It's so great to have you here. And as always, we're just going to do a nice little chat with us and let everyone listen in. Um, I am so excited to talk about your tour. D'Afrique is back on. So we're back to bike in the continent of Africa, which is like a whole, we could probably do five podcasts about that in itself. But today I really want to focus on your preparation for that because we're coming into the home run on it and everything you're doing health-wise um, to kind of prepare yourself and just to extend the quality of your life going forward. It's really being here with you in Beaver Creek in person is really always so special for me to be able to pick up new biohacks to just kind of see how you're doing things. Right. And it makes a big impact um, on my life and with what I'm working through. So welcome back. It's good to have you here. It's great to be here, Slayer <laughs> Annie. Oh, Mayor. My little sister. Oh, yeah. I know. Like that, right? Yeah. So, 
It's really beautiful here. We're we're sitting in front of an open door, looking out at the mountains, and it's just a little piece of heaven. And great to be together. Yeah, always, always. Yeah. So where do you where do you want to start with the well, prop? There's so much to talk about. Any ideas? You know, really, Addie, where it starts is, um, you know, friends would ask me, how do you make a decision like that to ride Africa, do Tour d'Afrique? Honestly, I never really thought about how I made the decisions, but enough people have asked me that I have given some thought to it. And I was getting tired of riding my bike. And I had done um, some other epic things, events. Um, I really enjoy meeting people along the road. Um, riding across the United States really changed my life because I became really curious about things that aren't necessarily right on the open road. It was the little stops and the gas stations and the, just the odd incidences and synchronicities that came up along the way that were just really heartwarming challenging, I mean, just sort of cathartic, a real purging of of emotions and really had me looking at my emotions and my life and, you know, how I want to live it. And it's, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, cycling. You know, it's just like, okay, I love riding my bike. I love being out in, in nature and taking new roads and stuff, but I needed a reason to train. Mm -hmm. So I heard a woman somewhere on some podcast that had just ridden her bike, and she was older, older than me at the time, across Canada. Oh, tell everyone your age, by the way, I'm, because I think... I'm 65, chronologically, biologically... <laughs> I am 52. <laughs> and that's a whole nother. Actually, I think we might have a podcast on Thank that, you, you biohacking guys, about growing younger. I think we have a podcast on here where you and I talked about that. <laughs> yeah, so I'll put that in the show notes to you guys if you want to dig in that. Um, yeah, I got into biohacking because, well, my, my mother and my sister died. And I, I was like, you know, that's not the only reason, but I really wanted to be healthy and uh my my uh, biological age at the very beginning was like seventy two. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just devastated. I remember that. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> oh, and anyway, I hacked that. I know that was great. I had a couple of days at polos where you were like, I just can't believe it. I just can't <laughs> believe it. And then and then it was like the next year we're like, all right, I'm on this. You know, it was like you just had made the shift that you were uh, tackling it and you sure did. You reversed it really quickly. Yeah, I kind of so. went about that the same way I go about making these decisions to um, just have adventurous stuff in my life. So I heard about this woman going across, across Canada and uh, setting a Guinness World Record for the oldest woman crossing continents or something like that. So I, I'm like, whoa, well, uh, you know what? I bet I could. I bet I could do that. It's just like somebody does something. You think they can do it? I can do it, right? I pulled out Google and I, uh, you know, the seven epics, the seven continents, how you do them. I just did a little research and, well, a lot of research. Tour d'Afrique looked to me as the most difficult because of where it where it is, Cairo to Cape Town. The far out factor, it's camping. You only stay in a hotel like four or five nights. 
And there's just all different kinds of social issues and things in Africa. This was pre-pandemic. I decided I wanted to do that. That was that was the big thing, was just making the decision. Now, this was a few years ago before the pandemic hit. And I had trained on the bike. I had to get my head around, okay, it was canceled yeah. because of um, COVID. And then what? And I thought, well, you know, the riding, you can ride yourself into shape. You know, you've got to have all the gear, uh, which is just a whole thing in itself. But what else can I do to be the best team person? Uh, what will really help me get through that continent? How can I be as healthy as possible? I wanted to make sure I was off all medications. I put a lot, a lot of thought into it. And I thought, you know, I want to be able to heal myself in the middle of nowhere, have as many interpersonal skills as possible to get me through the rough times, because it's not like if or when odd things will happen. It's just, you know, like, how are you going to handle it when they do and may not be me, it could be somebody else that wipes out or becomes ill or God only knows what. I, how can I best prepare myself? I took that first year of uh, pandemic and the tour being postponed to become really healthy and learn medita better meditation. And I got deep into, you know, we were already doing TM. Addie actually introduced me to TM. Like, this is back several years. I couldn't ignore the transformation in her life. And so I thought, I'm, I'm going to learn it. So we did. And it, it, the long and the short of it is both my husband and I, we practice meditating. And just sort of like to bring you guys up to speed on that, TM is Transcendental Meditation, which is a mantra-based meditation, which is like the meditation I teach now, the primordial sound meditation. So they're, mm -hmm. they're very similar types of meditation. They really help you train and focus your mind in a way that you didn't that like I never thought was possible, right? It really took us to yeah. this next level. And then you got even deeper with that. And I've shared on this podcast about my journey being inspired by you really um, going to Dr. Joe Dispenza and kind of expanding my meditative practice from there. But I think having that initial base in the TM and the primordial sound method, but however, there's no bad meditation, you guys, right? Like however you decide to start practicing for yourself, it really was the catalyst for my journey and a lot of what, what you're experiencing now. We're talking about preparing for healing for Tour d'Afrique. And you know, that's a mission I'm on right now. Right. So right. you've done so much with, and I want I'm, I'm looking to do this the same way from not so much I'm getting a medical diagnosis as I am healing my body from within with biohacking, but also my energy and increasing meditation and watching you do this the past few years has been really inspiring for me to see you reverse your age and heal, you know, heal stuff. Yes. Heal stuff. For listeners out there, because this can be such a big concept, you know, just kind of share some of the things you started with and, and, and then we can get into where you are now because it's gotten even deep now. And I know the, a lot of the listeners are real familiar with you and uh, we'll want to yeah. hear some of the current stuff too, but yeah, it's really very simple. I just started, I started, you know, we were raised in Christian science and we had that base but it wasn't enough for me because I didn't understand the how. When I was introduced to Dr. Joe Dispenza's work and his books, it really fascinated me because there were explanations behind the meditation. And I imagine it's very similar to Chopra, the, well, not similar, but 
you know, the ex- explanations and stuff with, with the Chopra Institute. Yeah, you have a, a uh, reason for the how, you know, the, you know, how the knowledge, yeah. Yeah, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. And so. I really think, you know, for me, Dr. Joe's work and the science behind it was like, came to me so much more from like the habit building side almost, more, more like an, an atomic habits meets meditation meets science meets, <laughs> you know, like more. And even though the spirituality's in it, I think primordial cell method TM are really rooted in Indian spirituality where I think, you know, Dr. Joe's work that understanding the how the like what's going on in your body. And just like for me, understanding the how of like my biome or my gut health, understanding, oh, look, my mitochondria is low, maybe I can focus like some food and some energy there. And this is this is way off topic, because these are two different things. Mary's looking at me like we're like all over the place because the meditation, they do all go together. And we did not separate on this sort of me first journey. We didn't separate out different things. I personally play with a lot of different things and I, I, I experiment, you know, it, for me, it's, it's play. And then if kind of a problem is I'll be doing five different <laughs> new things and, and it's like magic. I'm a, I'm a, I've transformed myself and I couldn't tell you specifically the one thing that did it because there's so many. <sighs> And meditation is a huge part of that. And for me, it's the most powerful and main part. And and I realized a couple of years ago, actually, and I just decided I'm going to be really, really good at it. I want to be able to access the quantum field like immediately. And I do, I can. Mm-hmm. And the, and it isn't magic. It is a skill. I have practiced and gotten really good at it. That expedites healing for me. Mm-hmm. I crashed on my scooter a couple of months ago. As I was flying through the air in the rain, landing, realizing, oh, whoa, this is so unexpected. And here she goes. And it was pretty bad. I immediately, nobody was around or anything, so I I immediately meditated and, you know, accessed that energy and healed myself. But then fear stepped in and I had some minor repercussions that took much longer to heal. And the learning in that for me was completion. And that's one of my intentions each day is curiosity and and completion. I write it on my plan because that was such a powerful lesson of finish. Finish what you start. I popped out of that energy and didn't completely heal from that level, which is beyond where we are right now. It was just like the coolest learning ever. Yeah. So I'm like on my way to Africa. I'm I'm ready for the unknown. You know, you said two things there, Mara, that I want to point out before I forget <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. Um, the staying curious and playing. You know, so much of what you do, and the reason why I asked you to share your age earlier is because we were talking about, you know, once we're starting to get older in in life, um, just kind of taken a lot of people just taking a passive seat to their to their health and wellness, but also just living and dreaming, and you stay yes. curious and like this goal of of biking, biking, whether it's biking Africa, you guys, or, or whatever, whatever, starting a company, daring to do art for the first time or roller skate or you know something something just outside yeah. your normal comfort zone staying curious and playing 
Um, I was down in the pool yesterday and I thought, you know, I'm just going to play and have some fun because I just felt this heaviness. I'm, I'm doing some healing with my skin, which, you know, because you're helping me kind of work through We're this healing and it. healing it. And so I'm like, I'm just going to play. And I did handstands and flips and I'm like, you know, I don't play enough. Come on. And I play a lot, you guys. But this is what can happen when we start to step into the fear when you have an ailment or when you when you you said you see the fear come in. You know, and it's like that with any goal, really. It's like that with your weight loss goal, you guys. You you see the fear of, oh, I can't ever lose the weight. I can't ever do this thing. I'm not good enough. I'm not going to be fast enough. I'm not going to be strong enough. I'm not going to be able to, you know, there's right. got to be and so much a, that. fear, really, um, not just using it as a word, but really going deep and understanding that dark side. And uh, I know for myself, I would sort of brush over it, but I don't, I try not to do that now because there's, because it's slick, you know, and I, I really want to understand, I, I, I want the awareness so that I, I can um, face it, you know, the acronym fear, face everything and recover. And if I'm blind to it, that's not possible. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like seeing it, but then being able to move myself into a space of play and love more of my meditative energy. Um, sometimes things like that versus change the energy, right? Changing the energy. It's hard versus, to change it if you don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. The more in tune you guys get, the more you just get curious and play with all, all, all of this stuff we're talking about, like there's no right or wrong. And it's so different. It's for the, everybody. It, it's really the adventure. It's like, yeah. like you're asking me about Tour d'Afrique. My real adventure is the preparation. It's, yeah. it's been just mind blowing. Um, the learning. I knew I was going to a, a Dr. Cho retreat, the first one, like a few years ago, right? And there was walking meditation. I had no clue how to do a walking meditation. So I just downloaded, I started. And I didn't just start. I practiced every day and I learned in, in the doing. So, you know, there's the prefrontal cortex knowing and the intellectual part, but I, I really wanted to train my body how to do it. And now, I, you know, I, I turn a certain music on or a certain thing, or I, I, I walk on a certain path that I've done walking meditations on, you know, a zillion times, and my body takes over. Yeah, I've trained, and you're just in that space. I've trained all these little guys inside me to know that I'm the master. It's really a kind of a cool thing. So cool. And yeah. you know, you said something um, there that triggered another <laughs> thought for me, of course, the little guys inside. So, um, which made me think of mitochondria, of course, or because gals, I was just, because, <laughs> you know, anytime you see little here, little guys or gals, you know, one thinks of mitochondria. <laughs> Okay, maybe just me, but um, yeah, no, I do too. Okay, yeah, all right. The, you know, all the different things and yeah. all the organisms and things that we have inside of ourselves that change constantly. They're just waiting for us to tell them what to do. Yeah. So with mm. the mitochondria, mitochondria, you guys are um, <laughs> energy cells. They give us the energy and yeah. um, they power us, and they're so important. They're important to your survival. When they die off, you start to die. So you know, I noticed on my bio, Mary, that my mitochondria count was not optimal, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work to biohack that. Some of the things you can do are cold therapy sauna, putting your, your body extreme exercise. So I know yeah, you're like doing high intensity stuff, high intensity stuff. So you're doing, 
Um, but also intermittent fasting, like eating less times, like will help in, um, generate. It was interesting yeah. once I got into it, but you're doing the cold therapy. Um, yeah, and that kind of came out of your wild, like kind of share with us a little bit. Wild about- Health MD is an organization of functional doctors and coaches that make sense out of all of the different things that, well, my husband and I are doing. When I turned 65 and the whole health thing changes for people, we went with Wild Health. It was highly recommended by super healthy cyclist people I know that are incredibly smart and had uh, recommended it for a couple of years. And so we jumped in. What they do is a, a full blood panel and uh, DNA testing, biome, aura ring, just different tools that you might use for fitness and health. It's really wonderful because I have a coach there that makes sense of it all and gives they get and doctor and they give recommendations. And I had many, I had several, even with all the other stuff I'm doing. Actually, Addie, it took me about a month to go through the recommendations with a fine tooth comb and um, tweak my supplements and things like that. And one of the, one of the um, because of my DNA type, and this is why, you know, we're all so unique and very, very different. But because of my genes and blood work and things like that, highly recommended for me to do ice therapy, which is like Wim Hof stuff, you know, sit in an ice bath for three minutes or a cold shower. Well, Miami, there, there, there's no such thing as a cold shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maryland, it's difficult. Cold showers here, you can have a cold shower. It works, you know, the three minutes in, in cold and, the, and you focus on your uh, head, your forehead and your chest because there's more. What is that? I don't know. You know, I've read through everything. I haven't really studied it. I'm just doing what has well, you been have recommended. The most, um, you have the most mitochondria in your heart. So that's interesting. They say your head and your chest area yeah, to chest start area. with. Yeah. But, you know, you t- I can't imagine cold therapy wouldn't be recommended for everybody, you guys. It improves circulation. It deepens your sleep, spikes energy, reduces inflammation, and um, it's <laughs> spaghetti. I know, right? I thought I'd do a little research. Okay, what's this really doing for us? Right. And again, and I kind of knew those things, but then I kind of got into the mit- mitochondria, and it, some science has shown it it promotes the growth of that too. And you guys, we want to do that. You want more mitochondria. You want to keep those bad boys yeah, alive. Yeah, I have a and story producing. around that. So I yeah. started the I started the cold uh, showers a few years ago. Uh, my son. My oldest son got big into Wim Hof. You know, he's out walking around naked in the winter. <laughs> well, you know, for yeah. Props short, yeah, everybody's making fun of him, but they're, but it, it's really actually a very healthy thing. But I had a friend when I cycled cross country who was 10 years older than me, a doctor from Southern California, where this stuff is, you know, it's a little more common. And we were all make, kind of making fun of him because he took cold showers every morning before riding and at the end, and sometimes ice baths. Uh, you know, like five years later, we were having a reunion, and, and I'm looking at Jim. I thought he was 10 years, I thought he was my age, and he's 10 years older, and he looks younger. And and I'm like, that's the, that's the result of those cold showers yeah. for years and years and years. So I started at home before I knew any, before it was recommended to me to like, like no option, like five to seven times a week. This isn't whenever you feel like it. This is like, for me, do it. In Miami, I, I scouted out cryotherapy. You could not, I, I could get to 20 minutes in a shower. 
But I thought, okay, let's just get in a cryo thing and, you know, walk up and do it. So I go to the cryotherapy. I started with that and I shot for five times a week and three times a week was a win. They also had infrared sauna, which is was highly recommended, uh, sauna five to seven times a week for me too. And infrared, I prefer over just a regular sauna or steam. Yeah. So, well, so tell me about the cryo. So cryo got me into the cold. I, I got used to it. And how long do you hey, go in there tip. for? This is what I need. Three minutes. So, yeah, okay. but there's a, I picked a song that I love and I, I use higher love with uh, Whitney Houston <laughs> And so every time Bring I go, me some high love. Yeah. yeah. So uh, every time I go in there, I play the same music. So my I'm training my body and my <laughs> I'm training myself that okay, this is what we do now. And I dance in there. I learned to twerk in the oh in god, the, yeah, in, in the cryotherapy. I'm like, here's a 65 year old woman because because it's just kind of cool, you know. And they're all laughing at me, but <clears throat> but I train myself. So then when I when I got out here to Beaver Creek, and I'm t- I don't have cry. Well, they have cryo somewhere, but you got to drive. It's a it's a rigmarole. So I do cold showers, and um, I put the music on. And you could never have told me that I could do that. Yeah. But, but now it's like, oh my god, this is this is what, she, what she does. She yeah. yeah. It's very invigorating, and I go straight from there to the hot. Um, you know, to the sauna. So for those of us at home that are just getting started and if you can get cold showers, I have the same thing in Arizona where it's like hot, right? Like even starting for like 30 seconds with the water on you, getting your body trained into that, you know, like just, just start. And yeah, it's, you know, thinking about that, Mary, all of this stuff that's led you to this point, when you started prepping for Tour Deaf Freak and really got into that initial, I'm going to set myself up to be the healthiest I can on this, Viome and gut health was one of the things you did at the beginning. How's your journey been with that and um, anything you can share with these guys on your on gut health? Um, I'm a huge Viome proponent. It has changed my life and it's I've been um, do, using Viome for about three years. I made the mistake at one point of waiting too long to retest. It was like six months. Uh, it, it just felt so great. I didn't think about it. I got a little lazy with the supplements um, and retested. And I had changed dramatically my gut microbiome. So now heading now that I know I have five months and I'm heading it you know I leave in January I'm really on top of that stuff all my supplementation the things recommended by wild health MD in addition to volume right now I'm getting my head around what do I pack with supplementations I'm not going to go without so I'm I'm going to retest soon and then I'll retest again just before I leave and talk to volume and have them send me enough for four months I'll be in Africa four months. So those I'm definitely taking with me. Uh, I've read every book there is recommended for Africa. One of the big things for people that have done this before was nutrition. That's another thing on my 24-hour plan and the Me for Sisterhood. My 1%, one of... Anyway, 1%, your action item. Yeah, Yeah, the small thing. Yeah. The small things for me are prepping my gear every day and nutrition because without being, um, you know, eating right and really taking care of myself from the inside out, I'm not going to get too far. And the people that have made it without getting sick and stuff took things with them for hydration, whatever. So I, I only get 200 liter Patagonia, Patagonia bags and one bag will have 
basically like camping gear and stuff. So I have to really be, you know, specific with what I pack and what I take. So I will go with the biome first. And then from Wild Health, because they get the athletic part of it, there's some other things like creatine and, you know, just some other supplements that really complement that kind of physical exertion I'll take. So that's also part of the planning. And that's a huge adventure right there. I mean, sitting down and going through this stuff on a very, and with my co I have like experts working with me, you know, a cycling coach, a nutrition coach. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of has taken a village, the prep, and it's it's really fun. It's so exciting. Yeah. And, you know, I think just so inspirational for... Um, and it, it, it lights it, my it, fire, Addie. Yeah. And, and it lights my heart. And through my entire life, back to college, when I had some tough decisions to make, like, do I, you know, I quit. Do I go back and... And and I all to this day, I ask myself, okay, what is the what is the greatest ideal of myself? What challenge will will I learn the most about Spark or me? And and if the if if I can't deal with me, Mary, I put Sparkinator in there, my future self. You know, like what would she do? How would she ride a bike? How would she, you know, handle cold shower is nothing compared to riding a bike through the desert. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a this is a privilege right here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and just like changing my mindset on uh, an approach to things that might seem difficult, they really are not. It's it's like an, a privilege and an honor to to be able to, you know, adventure with some of the stuff. Like not everybody can go sit in a hot sauna. Right. I'm like, damn, I'm, I can do this. Yeah. It's right yeah. downstairs. Yeah. And I think yeah. there's a, there's probably a lot of listeners and you guys, myself included, mm-hmm. I don't have access to a sauna all the time. When I'm here, I take advantage of it. I look for the opportunities to yeah. do those things. But there are things we can do right in our home to get started. And you just start where you are. Mm-hmm. And um, whether you can even do a biome test or not, like just starting to get curious about about your health and play with it and start to experiment and not just take your habits you've built and take for granted where you're at, but go to your future self, your future healthiest, highest self. And just like Mary said and here, what would her. she do and become her now and start to play with it and have fun? I think that's a great place to end the podcast for today because I know you've got some things to get to and I've got to get naked and weigh in for the right. <laughs> Facebook group. Right, but um, so let's let's leave them inspired with that right there. What would Sparkinator do? Put up any final words to light these guys up? Maybe well, I, I just, yeah, you know, I, I if you're in the hood are thinking about being in the first sisterhood, that's a great start. I mean, I kind of got involved just supporting Addie, but it's changed my life. I do the 24-hour plan. I do the weekly plan. Now I'm doing the quarterlies. With that process, I mean, I always planned before, but not really putting myself first like the sisterhood does. And doing the PM assessment, I decided, I just kind of noticed nobody's really doing it. And I thought, well, Mary, you know, that's really a judgment. And I'm like, well, I'm doing it. And through the press, with a little like, it's game changing, right? It's it's a game changer because I, and now I don't start a new day without wrapping up the day before because there's so much learning in it. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. And, you know, that's what we didn't even touch base on. You've finished so much since 
just watching you in the sisterhood and which we call the hood, you guys, just in case you didn't catch that at the beginning, but it's a place what, to be. That's the place to be. We didn't even talk about coaching and your journey with that over the and how that goes into play with everything you're doing too. So we need to we'll get back and talk about that because right. you just I got your an sort expert of- on biohacking and yeah. um human potential coaching, which involves all of these things. Everything. Yeah. And we're just lucky and enough just in the sisterhood to sit here and listen, learn from you. Well, maybe we'll be lucky enough to listen, learn some more from you while I'm here in Beaver Creek with you. I'll try to, I'll try to trap her down some more, you guys, and at, get some more goods out of the biohacker. So until next week, my witches and bitches, spark the out <laughs> and slay her out. Woo!